0: My name is Natalie Bohensky, I am a Game of Thrones tragic, and with me is someone who is absolutely not 100% into the show at all, in fact he hates it, <laughs> and is here under duress. It's Stuart Lake. late!
1: Hello everyone, please send help, she won't let me leave.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, we are watching all episodes of Game of Thrones from Season 1, Episode 1, right up and through uh, Season 5. With yeah them. we are. We, yeah, probably. Why not? Probably, yeah, sure. <laughs> and we are recapping each episode, of course. We are up to date with the TV series. Uh, our status of book reading is... Oh, there go one of the kittens. Sorry, I have foster cats, as you may know, and they just like <laughs> to like climb all over everything. Everything, don't you? Yeah, just everything. And they
1: also they wait until we've just started recording. Yep. We, we will sit and watch the episodes, and they go for 50 minutes. The cats will sit quietly and watch it with us, basically. And then we get up and they immediately start, like, knocking pot plants over and things. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
0: In much the same way that you could say that Ned Stark <laughs> immediately starts... Has no, has oh.
1: upset the pot plants of the Seven Kingdoms?
0: Yeah. is that what we would say? <laughs> That's such a dodgy segue <laughs> on my behalf. See, here's one right now. Yes, I know. Aren't you sweet? Okay, you can come and sit here while I... Yes, all right. You just sit there. Can you hear this cat? Say meow. No, just gonna put. So, uh, we open this episode having had the brutal stabbing of most of Ned Stark's housemen. What do they call them? House guard. Yes. In the streets of King's Landing by Jamie uh, Lannister. What
1: could have been an epic showdown between Ned and, and Jamie that was cut short mm,
0: mm, by a, a rogue Lannister. Spear to the knee. I could have gotten away with it until he took a spear to the knee. That's right. So, we begin with. Ned drowsily waking up to find yes. Robert and Cersei just sort of leering at him.
1: <laughs> Which is one of those scenes where you're like, how long were they there for? Like, yeah. were they...
0: How long have I been out? <laughs> Ned proceeds to say, I'm going to go back to Winterfell. You know, I'm done. And Robert says, nah, you're staying. Don't care. I'm not going to have you two fighting each other. But then there's this wonderful moment where Cersei, mm. she's getting up Robert's goat. Yes. And so I'm being distracted by the bloody cats. Go away. Go on your, don't climb your thing. I bought them a big thing and they don't climb it. And I bought it for them. And they're so ungrateful. <laughs> much like. They do
1: play with the box though.
0: Much like everyone like in Robert Baratheon's life. Yes. So ungrateful because Cersei is, is getting up him saying, you got to be strong. You got to, he was going to kill Jamie. And so he smacks her in the face. He does. And she says, Close I'll wear it. too, I think. Like. Yeah. I'll wear it as a badge of honor. And he says, wear it in silence or I'll honour you again. Now, <laughs> Stu, can we just say, from the outset, I abhor violence against women. <laughs> but I freaking love that little <laughs> I just, like, it's so brutally. Ah, oh.
1: It's, it really, like, it really is because you do like uh, Robert as a character. He's just, like, wonderful fun. And then he does punch his wife in the face. Mm which should make him irredeemable, but then mm. Cersei is horrible herself. So it's kind of, it kind of does it even out there. I think, you know, the part of the brain that would automatically sort of write him off because he's just punched a woman in the face mm. is sort of overridden there. And you're sort of like, okay, well, I can admit that's a pretty cool line.
0: Yeah, it's just, I don't know, there's something about it. And that's where, you know, Game of Thrones tests you, I think, is there's so much talk about, you know, it's not very PC and it depicts women in terrible you know, situations and they're constantly naked and, and whatnot. And look, while I'm, I'm, as you know, a strong advocate for more male nudity in the show <laughs> and more male objectification, yes. I just... It's never really sat one hundred percent well with me that Game of Thrones is is completely derogatory to women. It's just, you know, you've got the classic Danny storyline where, mm. yes, initially she is a bride of a savage, essentially. Yes. And uh, although that's not very PC, you know, he's a, they're, they're you know native tribes people. Yes. That's their way. Um, <laughs> you know, she's her wedding night is not a night of mm. uh, consent and no. joy. But the thing is, is that she. Totally turns that around, and that's the story. Her story is one of discovery, and Absolutely. you know you and pointed out in her own
1: power. Yeah, as well. and
0: you pointed that out in this episode, which is how she discovers and she realizes her power mm. from performing a ritual in Vase Dothrak, where she has to eat the whole horse's heart, and it's it's part of a ritual. It's to show that she's strong, and she's got to keep it down. She can't throw up, and she achieves this and rec- receives the acclaim of her new people, the that's it, yes. Uh, This is not a woman who is being downtrodden. You know, this is a woman who's sort of gone, this is my world and I'm dealing with it the best way I can. That's
1: it. I think, I think importantly, it's, it's a woman who is, was put in a situation, not of her making, who is making a situation of her making, if that Mm. makes sense. She's reclaiming some agency and some ownership over what's happening to her.
0: And so I wonder if you could say that, considering those two storylines of, you know, Daenerys is in a situation not of her making, hmm. and Cersei is in a situation entirely of her own making. <laughs> Particularly yes. in hindsight, and we know how she continues to go on and on, as you like to say, screwing up everything. Every
1: single thing she does, yes. <laughs> Every single thing that Cersei ever does on the show always backfires. Always. It's amazing to watch. <laughs> and we're only just starting to see the start of it now, and it's really quite great. She's still really but,
0: hardcore at this point. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. And,
1: and, and that, I think, is another thing that sort of balances that scene between her and Robert, which is that Cersei is not a victim. Like, she no, doesn't cower yeah. away or anything. She even says, you know, I'll wear that, I'll wear this like a badge of honour. And then Robert, of course, has that wonderful line that he comes yeah. back with. But, but yeah, like, 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 that's it.
0: And we know, because, of course, we then see later in the episode Robert out hunting, because all of this shit's gone down. It has. It has. He's got his, 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 you know, his father-in-law and brother-in-law now in a blood feud against his (laughs) hands. And he goes, you know what? Got to clear my head going hunting.
1: Yeah. I need to go kill something. I need to go kill
0: something. I need to get away. So I'm going to take my younger brother who hates me. And Lancel Lannister, who mm-hmm. has my uh, carafe of wine. <laughs> and I love that Stu pointed out during this episode that no matter where Robert goes, there's just a carafe of wine. Every <laughs> every
1: room of the Red Keep has like just a carafe of wine and some glasses. Just in case Robert <laughs> wanders in. He's like, oh, where's my wine? Drink, 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 drink.
0: That's a good Robert. That's a very good Robert. You've <laughs> been practicing. I have, yes. And so he ends up going hunting with those two and Sir Barriston, of course, and he just starts ranting about the good old days and how many <laughs> girls he used to shag and, and Renly has a bit of a go at him and he's drinking wine and we now know that Cersei has poisoned that wine, or at the very least... I think that's
1: what happened. Is that what happened?
0: I mean, I I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I think that's what we've established, that...
1: Since then, like...
0: You it's... know, Lancel had this wine. Yeah. So Cersei was definitely in a position to... And if, if, if,
1: the, if it's not drugged, he was definitely under orders to keep Get him feeding drunk, him wine. Yeah. yeah, that's right. In the hopes that something like what is going to happen, yeah. happens.
0: So obviously we're doing these recaps with hindsight, so yes. we know that Robert is is no not long for this world. No. But at the time of watching this... I did not think that Robert was going to die. No,
1: that's right. Exactly. Like you, you know. don't think that he's, even though, like obviously with hindsight, everything is perfectly set up. Like yeah. you see all these wheels in motion. But and, uh,
0: and of course, as as you said, there's that whole trend with this show of everyone going. We're going to go have a good talk <laughs> when I come back. <laughs> he does that again. From this he literally does do.
1: that again. I'm going to go hunt something on a very. Da- I'm going to go get very drunk and. Try to I'd murder peace. a wild animal. Yeah. Um, when I get back, we'll talk.
0: We're having a, t- we're having a serious talk <laughs> in about four days yeah. once I've got all yeah. this out of my system. And
1: with a lot of political turmoil happening <laughs> yeah. in the in the capital, it's fine. I just can't I'll deal right now. Yeah.
0: So that, of course, leaves Ned Stark with having to sit on the Iron Throne. Yes. And as Robert says, you'll he hate it more than I do. I
1: think he does, yes.
0: And he has to cast judgment over mm. Sir Gregor Clegane, who's been having a merry old time just <laughs> burning up the countryside.
1: Slaughtering peasants.
0: And I don't, I can't, I'm trying to remember, like what prompted that? Is that just since Tyrion got captured?
1: Yeah, I think the, the implication is that Tywin Lannister has told the, the mountain to go and pillage the Riverlands. Yes, yeah,
0: because Tullys Because
1: took, Tullys took yeah. his son. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah,
0: and they dump, these villagers dump a, you know, a sack full of. A sack full of fish. Dead fish and mm. gutted fish. Which. Why did they need to bring that? Couldn't they have just said. <laughs> they left us something. Yeah, in but a some, sack sometimes. Full of gutted sometimes
1: you need to make that. Why do. They would you know. have had to
0: travel days down to King's Landing with this sack of rotting fish.
1: Well, that's right. All, all the better of a no, statement no, that a no, makes. No, no, no.
0: Look, Barry. <laughs> We have to take the fish because how will they know, like, that we've, you know, been threatened with fish? It's
1: like you could just say, like, you know, make, just just say they've dumped saying, fish there. But well, what
0: does saying do, Barry? Saying doesn't do anything. Saying sends just words. <laughs> like, if we don't have about, you know, 10 kilo a fish, Rotting fish to dump in the throne room where the mad king burnt people i mean we're just not turning up really are we <laughs> we're just some yokels our out in our hands wringing our hats and going oh our loved ones all dead like we gotta take you know what maybe we could even take the eggs that they've cut off <laughs> or would that be too? i mean i, I think mean, that might already, be too
1: far that but we're be too already far.
0: taking fish barry we're already taking gutted fish i mean why don't we take Maybe we should just take the whole lot. Maybe we should take the dismembered corpses that Gregor Clegane's left behind. I mean, I'm in, I'm in mourning here, Barry. I've got, I had seven children this morning, and now I've only got two, and one of them is looking very dicey, Barry. very dicey. I've gotten carried away, lost in character, lost. It's all right. and, and here appears the first of the first of several recastings oh no we've already seen Marcella and Tommen yes so,
1: so they got recast but yeah um, Beric Dondarrion Beric Dondarrion he's, he's called forward and he's a person we so, do not remember
0: yeah and, and you can see why because that particular actor just in that role is not he doesn't well, make a, any a, kind of impact it's a
1: very thankless role yeah, like, he has so to planned. come forward and say yes my lord yeah. and then walk away, walk away. <laughs> that's it would be very hard. It would take an Olivier, yeah, to, to make that when work. Did see, when
0: did we see? When do we see Beric again? I think it's next three? season.
1: Oh, it might be series, three. series three. Yeah, it might be series and three. And by
0: that time, he's turned into this grizzled, sort of squat, barrel chested, yes, grizzly <laughs> uh, warrior. Person who to been brought back. Hello, the dead. sir. Yes, I will go immediately. He is, He is very.
1: He's really I selling got, that to the, to the cheapsies, isn't he? I wonder he? if
0: that actor, like, read the books and was like, thought, Oh, yeah, man.
1: Absolutely. Man, give me
0: two years and i got a regular gig. <laughs> no.
1: Sorry,
0: mate.
1: No, sorry. No.
0: This is big dramas for Ned. He goes, right, that's it. Gregor Clegane is done. Mm-hmm. Stripped him of all of his titles and lands. And Tywin Lannister has to show up in two weeks or else he's declared a traitor. That's it. This is pretty... It's
1: pretty full on. It's, it's the nuclear fun. option.
0: Yeah. And, and Pycelle is going... My lord. But frickin' Littlefinger. <laughs> that guy is such a cock. Just I being mean,
1: utterly insidious again. Like, like just
0: They duck the fish heads. Yes. And, and he turns to Ned Stark and says, Oh, fish. Isn't that the symbol of House Tully? Your wife's house?
1: Actually, I think I Isn't think-
0: that your wife's <laughs> do you think that's a message about your wife do you think i think that might be your wife you are
1: married i to think wife. I, I have suddenly realized just just now as we're talking that a lot of little fingers dickishness is basically because what he's doing in that scene is he's not turning to ned he's turning to the slower members of the audience right who is he's who sort of ah. going oh fish uh, isn't that the sigil of house tully your wife's house my lord
0: written it Rick, in a way, in a, they could have written it in a way it said, my lord, fish, house Tully. <laughs> like just left it at that. Well
1: and no, but this is the thing, right, because, and I, I realise we're, we're jumping ahead now, but the second last scene of the episode is is Ned having the big revelation about the parentage yeah, of... Yeah, well
0: we can get to that, We'll, That's we'll fine. get to we that can, eventually. We can but, jump over that.
1: But what I, what my point is, there was a lot of, I remember at the time there was a lot of people online and, and in reviews and things. Not quite understanding what that scene meant because there was no little finger there to say, Blonde hair, my lord? Doesn't oh, really? that mean he's not of the Baratheon line? How Seriously, that not there appears? was a lot of people who were quite confused by what the significance of that scene there, there were there, there was a lot of reviews, a lot of people on message boards and stuff were saying, Hang on, what does that mean? And then other people would come in and they'd go, Oh, okay, I get it now, but I didn't understand that when I was watching it because I think they're just. There's, they throw so much at you in mm. this in this show. Yeah, and that is true. They're usually pretty good about letting about setting up stuff within a certain episode, just to remind you, hey, remember this thing? It's important. You'll need that later. Mm. But I think we, we see a perfect example there where people were slightly confused. Like it's pretty straightforward, and in hindsight, it's very obvious what's going on. Mm. But if you're watching it for the first time, you're kind of like. Oh, okay, so hair, like he's blonde. I don't get it. Like, what's the significance of that?
0: But they and, even read out like he reads out. No, no, out
1: I know he could he could not be more explicit Baratheans about it. And
0: they all have black but, hair. But what
1: I'm saying is that's why Littlefinger is so overt in some of those scenes. I think <laughs> because he's the ex he's the weaselly exposition.
0: And and now we know that he was setting this whole thing up. <laughs> that's right,
1: exactly. And, I remember when I was watching it the first time through, and even the second time through, you're not quite. You don't quite understand what Littlefinger's motivation is. You sort of go, hang on, he's all over the place. But then, now that we're so far down the track, we understand exactly what he's doing. It all makes perfect sense. Mm. Like, he's just stirring shit up. That's what he's doing. He's absolutely just an agent of chaos, poking the ant's nest, going, I wonder what happens next. You know, and hopefully, I'll get to be the queen ant soon. My metaphor's broken down. You get the idea. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Littlefinger. Queen ant. (laughs) Uh, well let's let's I mean, we can really thank for Ned's revelation, Sansa, because it's while Sansa is talking and That's mentions it, yeah. that she's going to give Joffrey beautiful golden head babies he, <laughs> that he has what I like to call his murder she wrote moment. Where if it had been murder she wrote that would have been like a and <laughs> Jessica Fletcher would have gone too. Meet me back here at midnight with a toy car and a police officer and seventeen metal detectors. <laughs> <laughs> So Ned Stark can thank Sansa for wanting to be Little Miss Bride. Yes. And that's the reason why he pings Mm -hmm. and has his moment. But Sansa had had a moment with Joffrey, and a moment with her scepter, where we got to see again how much of a little freaking brat she was. She, she was.
1: She was so bratty. I remember. I remember why you just hate this character. I because hated she's...
0: her, and I can't hate her now. No,
1: exactly. Because
0: yeah. I'm so invested in Sansa now. Yes. She is one of my favorites. She's grown so much,
1: and like everything. But was...
0: in that first series, I remember going, "You suck."
1: <laughs> Especially compared to Arya, who she's obviously she's been contrasted with. Mm. Arya is the cool sister, and Sansa is the the, the preppy, snotty. Horrible sister, and yeah. you know that was the roles they filled, and it was—it's so weird to go back and, and look at them and look where they've where they've come from now. It's crazy. Mm.
0: So she, um, you know, Joffrey decided to be nice to her mm. after snubbing her for a few episodes. Was there? A, was there any?
1: Is that just Joffrey having one of his mood swings? Like, what prompted that? Was that?
0: Well, Cersei had said to him last episode, I think, you know, go do something nice for her, and yeah, she's going to be your queen, yeah. and just at least have the veneer mm. of nicety
1: to yes. you.
0: Keep her and he, happy. he
1: lays it on with a trowel. He oh, really yeah. Does.
0: And even then, you're like, because Joffrey, by this point, isn't like you don't like him, but you haven't realised that he's super evil yet. That starts. To yeah, through. I think it's I think he's come. Hurt. He's
1: just come off as bratty at this point. do all don't this understand stuff he says, psychopath.
0: Yeah, all this stuff where he says to her, "I will never treat you badly. Treat you badly. <laughs> I will never hurt you. I will never." And you're sitting there going, you lying shit. <laughs> you're going to do all of those things." Meanwhile, Arya, just to sum up sort of King's Landing, is still having her dancing lessons with Syrio Pharrell. Syrio Pharrell. She's a bit depressed at the start because, um, you know, her dad's been hurt, Jory's been killed. Mm. She's a bit sad. And Syrio's like, that's the best time to train because you've got to be able to divorce yourself from your troubles. You've got to be in the moment. That's right. And so they fight and he asks her if she prays to the gods. This is
1: where we get... The, the line. Awesome, the line the he line. tells
0: her, there is only one God, <laughs> death. And what do we say to him, Stu? Not today. Oh, <laughs> so good.
1: That's amazing. and see
0: Aria just sort of really taking that on?
1: Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, she kind of internalised that straight yeah. away. And so did, like, all of fandom. Like, oh. at that point, like, that just became a thing. Like, straight away. I still say that. It's yeah. crazy.
0: There is only one God, Death. Not today. Not today. So we talked about Danny and Vyas Dothrak. We talked about King's Landing. And we should talk about, uh, well, there's no wall in this episode. No, again. again. Oversight of Jon Snow and Mm. Ab's. But we should then go to the Eerie and talk about, mm. to wrap up, talk about Tyrion and his trial by combat. And I know one of your particular favourites, Bronn. Oh,
1: yes, Bronn.
0: Emerging as the hero of the hour if it can be uh, suitably paid for. This is, yes, exactly, yes.
1: <laughs> hero for hire. This is the first time we see him pretty much in action. He's been in the background for a lot of it. He's only had one or two lines up till now. Mm. Tyrion does that amazing speech. He gets, He gets up to the, to the main chamber, and he does that speech about all his crimes, and mm. which, you know, like... When Shakes he was,
0: the skins of sausage skin and...
1: Makes the bald the, man cry. Makes
0: the bald man
1: cry. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> but he says his day has nothing to do with the attack on Bran, and they demand a trial by combat instead. Um, and so he... So, through a series of circumstances, Bronn decides to be his champion. And it's just perfect, because he, throughout... That little speech, Bronn is sort of, he's winning Bron over, he doesn't mm-hmm. even know that he's doing it, but Bronn's kind of like, I have liked what I've seen of this guy so far, and I think he's pretty funny, I think it'd be interesting. It's more that he just thinks it would be interesting to see what would happen mm. if he got him off, and I think he's pretty certain he could win a fight, and so...
0: Well, you made a really good point while we were watching it, Stu, that this episode really highlights how honour does you no favours in right. well, this the, world.
1: This, this whole first series of the show is set up around a series of scenes that try to get you, get you to understand as a viewer that this is not a traditional fantasy universe. Heroes do not win in this universe. Mm-hmm. The knight in shining armour is not going to win the battle the cunning dude with, like, you know, scale mail and who knows that you don't wear a helmet because it slows you down. That's the guy who's going to win a fight, mm. which we see here. And, and we see so many times across the season the show trying to say to you, this is not a normal fantasy universe. This is much more realistic. We're trying to make you see that if you're a stand-up guy and you try to do the right thing... This universe is going to chew you up and spit mm. you out. Oh,
0: well, like Servatis, who Bron fights. He's yes. the champion for Lysa Aaron and uh, her creepy little son. Make the bad man fly. He's very honourable and says, I don't want to fight Tyrion in yeah, he even, because he, he's a dwarf. He comes off as kind fair. of a good
1: guy because there's so many knights in the room yeah. who are just like, I'll, I'll kill him.
0: I'll stab this <laughs> dwarf for you. I'll stab a whole lot of them for you. I'll he's... create a shish-kebab of the... dwarfs on my sword point. <laughs> Carry them around for snacks.
1: <laughs> but he's the one who sort of says, "No, I. There'd be no honor in killing a, a an armed dwarf." Mm. You know, and he's right. But you know, the circumstance then becomes he has to fight Bron, which is if the show has borne out nothing else. If you have to fight Bron, it's not going to work out very well for you.
0: Yeah. Well, we saw how good he was in fighting when. Yeah you know, they got attacked on the way. That's it, exactly.
1: So they've set that up.
0: And so now we see just how clever Bronn is and that beautiful line when he finally dispatches uh, (laughs) Servatis and Lysa says, you don't fight with honour. And he goes, nope, he did. (laughs) And that really just sums up Bronn's character. That
1: sums up Bronn and it sums up the show.
0: Funnily enough, he's probably one of the most optimistic characters in Game of Thrones. Yeah,
1: exactly. He's he's just so cheerful, and and he knows exactly who he is and where he is in the universe. And he just mm. he just gets it. He gets the he gets the universe he's living in. Mm. And not all of the characters, I think, get the universe they're living in. They're trying to play by rules that don't work.
0: And we said, we even pointed that out. So Tyrion is able to get his gold back, which he gives to the jailer who who Mm. freed him. And he walks out like a cool guy, doesn't (laughs) look back and Bronn follows him out. and He's like done, you know, but the thing is, is that they could, lysa could just say, Okay, trial by combat, you beat my guy, arrest him, put him back in the sky cell. Like you know, Catelyn's there and they still they're living by this code of honour.
1: That's right, exactly. And
0: so there's you know, well, Tyrion's won. Fair's fair. He's gotta go now. (laughs) Done and done. And, And and you think that they've got it's like the principle of animal farm if the animals knew their own strength they wouldn't
1: <laughs> exactly yeah they'd rise up you know and, and, but in this it's
0: like well he, he won a fair fight uh,
1: best let him go No, you
0: know we, we all go by the rules of we, by yeah. combat
1: we kidnapped him and brought him to that to our mountain fortress but let's play by the rules now
0: yeah so we'll wrap up there and we will see you very shortly for a recap of series 1 episode 7 but for now winter is coming